Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the WOWS podcast. Waste of web space podcast. You're not going to waste of web space podcast. <laughs> Come on, Carol. What's, how hard is it to remember just your name? I don't just refer to you as JW, do I? I call you Jimbo. I was just, just shortening it, you know. And as we'll see later on, there are some new slang words out there um, that the kids are using in school and so on and on Snapchat and Instagram and stuff like that that... You know, I thought we could try and get a bit more down with the kids and try and have an abbreviated podcast title, but you obviously don't like it. Starring. And it's nothing to do with me cocking up the intro. Starring. Jimbo. And Fisher. And we've entitled this podcast, all of the podcasts are fat and smelly and funny and not funny. Should start that again as well. All of the podcasts are fat and smelly. Okay. So welcome to Waste of Web Space podcast episode 37. (laughs) Starring Jimbo. Why can't I do the introduction next time? I don't know. We're just, we've done just this way around. We do it. Yeah, since we started again. We've been going back. We've been going again for over a year, haven't we? We worked out the other day. We have, yeah. And uh, like we said, you still owe me that. Um, you still owe me that money. Well, we haven't asked for it, have you? Uh, not, not officially. I needed to check when it was due in. But send me, just, send me that invoice. I'm letting you know now. Okay. We know we don't have to pay VAT. Don't think we earn enough, do we? Well, no, we don't. But you can still send me that invoice. And I'll. Don't matter whether you send me an invoice or not. I'll still not pay it. And I know we've cocked it up on Metamester already, but it's not to worry because I've got a new podcaster in training. Uh, just before you got here, my daughter um, saw me sat at the table setting up the podcast stuff. Uh, she's only uh, nearly eighteen months old now, and she wanted to. She basically wanted to come and have a look at all the buttons. So she's oh, sat on my good. knee and she's been doing a bit of um, rabbiting down the microphone, which I've not got prepared for us today. But uh, maybe I'll play it in a future episodes so you can hear how she's coming on. Because I was late to, the, to today's recording yeah. because I've been busy trying to set my mum's mobile phone up. I put her in bed nearly an hour ago, Fisher, and I've been sat here waiting for you. What, you put my mum in bed? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. It's like, have you got Ada ready and prepared to take over if needs be that's, from me? That's right, yeah. Um, that's what I needed to do. Um, so, yeah, we called it All Other Podcasts of Fat and Smell because it is the anti-bullying episode because it's anti-bullying week. It's definitely anti-bullying week, not bullying week. Um, it's anti-bullying week. Okay, cool. Yeah, because we can't bully each other, and, and it's not about bullying your auntie either. Um, as far as I'm aware, it's not not ideal to bully your auntie, but it's 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 about not bullying. That's what this week's about. It's about being fair and treating everyone the same, so you have to bully your uncle as well. Exactly. That's how it works. So then, um, we need to do drinks and apologies, so shall we do, uh, what do you want to do first, apology or a drink? Uh, should we do apology? Let's do apology. Now, I need you to apologise because if you remember, my gran came on in the last podcast, she's been on twice now, hasn't she? Uh, you rang her up. Behind me and you, she's uh, like sort of third presenter, isn't she? Well, she's the only other presenter we've ever had, the only, <laughs> the only guest we've ever had on the podcast. A- Ada's got close, but, yeah. uh, but my gran's actually been on a couple of times now. Um, and yeah, now after being on a few times, and you 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 obviously heard her, her interest in what podcasts are on the last episode, didn't you? Well, she asked you what a podcast was. What yeah. are podcasts? Yeah. She said, and you said it's like a radio show, but said, we can go and edit it. Yeah, and she said, "Are you having me on?" and all that kind of thing. So uh, she's kept nagging me after saying, "I want to have the link so I can listen to the podcast." Can you send me it? Because I said I'd send her a link, and I don't think she really knew what a link was either. <laughs> but either way, I didn't get round to doing it. The next thing she's told my uncle. 
um, which is my dad's brother. Yeah. Which makes okay. sense. But it could have been, you know, it's that side of the family. Could have been your mum's brother. Yeah. Exactly. It's that side. It's my dad's side of the family. And then he's got on to me. He, he can email, you see. So it's um, so he's been chasing by email to send them the link to the podcast. Didn't want to search for it, you know. Yeah, Could have, right. could have put Jimbo Wilmshurst into uh, iTunes. Yeah. And he could spell my second name because it's his second name as well. But he's, he's not gone to that much effort. Um, But I've sent them the link now. But the only problem I've got, Fisher, is that you like to swear on it compared to me. I do not like to swear you on it. You do swear on it more than me. I, I might occasionally swear on it. That doesn't mean say I like swearing no, on it. You, you, and you swore on the last episode, I believe, as well. Did I? I when? think you did. I don't know. What swear word did I say? I, I, I can't remember. I can't recall it. I don't, I don't want to get into that. You can't, you can't... I, know what you're trying, I know what you're trying to get me to do when I'm not doing it. You can't even and bring... And this, this could constitute bullying. So I suppose I'm trying to pressurise you. it's anti-bullying week. I'm trying to pressurise you, and you, you refuse to say the word fuck on the podcast, don't you? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> um, anyway, are you hey, going to say sorry and then pour us a drink? Okay, well, I apologise for swearing on the podcast. Again. Again, last week and this week. Why don't you just get a bleep button ready? I, because... Oh, you, Have you got a bleep button? I don't know. I mean, I've got a few things. I've got... That's not really a bleep, is just it? Just a... Stand... That's more of a... I think that was supposed to be our spoiler alert, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Um. So, I, I mean, I've got... I've got... That's supposed to be our... Don... <laughs> That's supposed to be our Donald Trump's uh, song... Um, Warning noise, actually, but I've I've not really got anything suitable, unfortunately. I'll tell you what, we can. I'm going to say the word "fuck." Can you bleep it out? Um, because I've just said it again. Do you, you stop it? Can I give me a second? Right, okay. Are we going to just? Pra- I'll get. Shall I get the beers ready? Yeah, practice. Okay. So this beer is going to be a Barnsley bitter. It's fucking awesome. Too slow. <laughs> stop it! <laughs> I yeah, I probably wouldn't. Is. I probably wouldn't have sworn in this episode at all. I did not brought it up. Unbelievable. And you've never, I don't think you've even used that strong a word anyway before. Well, well, I think you've used a C word once, which you weren't too happy about. Um, but anyway. Which one? Crap or, or, <laughs> or something else? Something else. We've done the uh, the apologies now anyway. I'm not happy about that for sure. I think, um, I think you have to apologise again next my week. My grand listening to this now, and uh, as she knows, I'm I'm speaking very nicely. And Fisher, you know, he's from a good family. Um, and he sat, he was a lot better well behaved than I were at school, but some, somehow he's, he's gone rogue um, on this podcast. I think it's the one place he feels like he can express himself because he works for a coal mining <laughs> place, don't you, or something. You're not a coal miner, are you? Anyway, <laughs> he's shaking his head at me. It's your own fault, Fisher. <laughs> so, um, anyway, the beer that we've got, the beer we've got is uh, Barnsley Bitter. Okay, um, so tell us a bit about it. Uh, it's, well, it's from Barnsley, and it tastes like bitter. Did you know they did coal mining in Barnsley at one point? Uh, Just tell I, us I, who you work for. I presume. <laughs> who do you work for? I pres- <laughs> well, Jimbo, I will have to reveal that. Um, so, Barnsley bitter is, um, I think it was possibly the staple drink of uh, of people in Barnsley, the working class man, a nice beer. Do you know why specifically we've got it today? I do. Should we start talking about that first as well? I suppose we can do, because it is an, an, in honour mm-hmm. of Barnsley having some very special visitors. Yes, it is. So who are they, Jimba? It is... I don't know, actually. I'm only joking. It's uh, William and Kate. Uh, which William and Kate? Um, oh, the, the royal ones. The royal ones. It's the royal ones, yeah. William and Kate. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Yeah. Future king and queen, I suppose you could put it. Quite away in the future, maybe. But future uh, well, king... Possibly, yeah. The, yeah. Um, he's... Second in line to the throne, isn't he? Exactly. Um, but did you know, so that on the same day, they're coming to South Yorkshire, um, but they're going not just to Barnsley, they're also going to Rotherham. Oh, look at so them. They're going to visit, and we've got, you know, we are a, what, a, a sort of 
South Yorkshire-based podcast, so we want to talk about Rotherham and Barnsley, don't we? Uh, yep. Anything nice to say about Rotherham and Barnsley? Have you got that swear button ready? <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> um, it's uh, the both... Interesting places. There's some very nice heritage. places within um, within Rotherham and Barnsley. Yeah. Have you got a favourite place in Rotherham? Favourite place in Rotherham? Well, we used to go to college in Rotherham, didn't we? We did, yeah. Thomas Rotherham College. Thomas, Ro- Thomas Rotherham College. Upmoregate. Upmoregate, yeah. There used to be a great pub called The Belvedere. Yeah, down at the Bell. Someone wrote a song about that once, I believe. Somebody did, yeah. yeah. And, and There is also now a Tesco Express there instead of The Belvedere, which is quite sad. And I went in not long ago and I was... Did uh, you try and play pool for 50p? <laughs> I was with a work colleague and I kept pointing out. I think the staff were looking at me because I kept going, and there was a jukebox there. <laughs> and that's where the, that's where the, uh, that's where the quiz machine was in yeah. that corner there. It was a dartboard. Um, yeah, I used to. I was. I, it's a shame, really, isn't it? We used to like that pub. Were Pauline and Alan still working there? Was it Pauline and Alan? No, they they left a Is that long right, time right, ago. Right, right. Landlord and landlady. They were nice, weren't they? They lent us a football kit, didn't they, to play in at the uh, college football tournament? If you remember that time? Did they? Why did they have a spare football kit? Because they used to have a football kit for the team. We used to represent the Belvedere. I didn't realize it. I didn't even realize they had the pub football team. Well, there you go. Um, um, I don't know if you played like in that team, but if you were good enough. But anyway, I probably wasn't picked. <laughs> you, you bully. <laughs> um, so, other places favourite in Rotherham? I kind of like uh, Wentworth in Rotherham. Yeah, is very that... nice place, nice garden centre, nice, nice pubs there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then we mo- um, but, but the, the visit in the McLaren factory in Rotherham, the new, brand new McLaren factory. Ah, uh, right, just state of the right. art. Yeah, yeah, at the advanced manufacturing centre. Yeah. Um, so the the visit in that place. Um, I wonder if that means we're going to get like you know loads of just people driving around the streets of Sheffield and Rotherham and Barnsley and McLarens. Uh, we certainly get a lot of people driving very quickly. <laughs> Not necessarily in McLarens, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Would Prince William have a, a great interest in Formula One racing cars? Well, I suppose it's not just Formula One cars. It's kind of the road cars that McLaren do. Yeah. Oh, um, right. Fair enough. I presu- I'm, I'm assuming. I was just expecting loads yeah. of F1 cars driving everywhere. And then they're going over to Barnsley to visit a homeless charity, I believe it is. Centrepoint, they call it. Yes, I've, I've heard of the charity. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, so they're going do. over to Barnsley. Favourite places in Barnsley? Uh, oh, some nice place. I used to live out towards Penison, which has uh, got a radio station, I believe. It has got a radio station. It's, um, it's actually the same. Uh, Penison's the same small off town of Barnsley. Um, it's kind of one of those places that, that doesn't know whether it's part of Sheffield, part of Barnsley. In fact, it doesn't want to be part of either. I think it's quite happy to be itself, Penniston. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you know that there's also a local radio station there? Uh, I did, which apparently you've got a radio sh- uh, show on. Yes. Jimbo's Sunday brunch. That's right. Every, Is that correct? Every Sunday um, between 10 and 12 noon. Except from last 10 Sunday. 10 a.m., 12 noon. Except from last Sunday, of course, when I was uh, working um, on a separate in one of my separate roles, which I've also mentioned previously on this podcast, being a good a good friend of a local football mascot. Oh right, okay. So you were you you weren't you weren't available on Remembrance Day as well. He it was on him. it was on Remembrance Day, but I did wear a big poppy. Yeah. Um. Or my friend wore a big poppy. Okay. Very good. Um, on, on the day. So yeah, that's every Sunday between ten and twelve. Jimbo Sunday brunch on ninety five point seven percent FM. That's correct. Yeah. So maybe William and Kate, as they come through Barnsley, would maybe tune in. Yep, like Greg James did that time. He did, Greg James. And did you know, I mean, get this right, um, did we, we mentioned, didn't we, that Greg James is going to be the new breakfast host. We mentioned uh, Radio 1 breakfast host, arguably the, uh, the biggest is. radio. He isn't he? He is, he is. And, but he took over, we mentioned it in previous podcasts that he yep. was taking over. Arguably the, the biggest radio show in the country, arguably. Second you know, biggest, yeah. You know, After. obviously behind the Sunday brunch show. Exactly. Um, but did you know, have you heard recently in the news, who's taking over the Radio 2 breakfast show? Yes. Who? Of course I have. Zoe Ball. Zoe Ball. Who's once who once liked one of your tweets. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Both both Radio One's um breakfast host and Radio Two's breakfast host have both in some way interacted with me on Twitter. Yes, now, of course. How many people in the country could say that? 
probably a fair few. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah you've trolled that many of them. But uh, a fair, uh, but but how many of those have got the first best radio show in the country and a breakfast show at that sort of brunch just after breakfast? You know what are you going on about? Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah, both Zoe Baller and Greg James have once yeah in your like nine or ten years of being on Twitter have had some form of interaction with you. But we don't. I don't like making this about me. You know, yeah. mentioning radio shows and things like that. It's not something I usually do. But um, going back to Prince William and Kate, not Prince Kate, Prince William and Princess Kate. What do they call her? Duke of Edinburgh? Duke, no, not Duke of Edinburgh. Duke of Edinburgh's the fellow who's oh, uh, uh, years old, is married to the Queen, who's like really racist. Okay. Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Yeah, you shouldn't send him to... But well, anyway. Okay, so Duke and Duchess of uh, Cambridge are yeah. visiting uh, Barnsley. Barnsley. Did you know... Also on the same day, the Duke and Duchess of Barnsley are visiting Cambridge, apparently. <laughs> All right, okay, fair enough. Um, did you know that... They are mi- they're actually they're coming all the way to South Yorkshire to visit the the beautiful parts of Rotherham and Barnsley, um, and they are missing Prince Charles's birthday. Really, of course, they are missing Prince Charles's birthday. He's Seventy years old, isn't he? The Queen's throwing him a party at the palace, and um, do you think do you think he's going to sneak up behind the Queen like with some party poppers and blow them as as loud as he can, try and scare her? Well, do you think they'll do him a surprise party? I mean, it's been in the papers, so it's probably not much of a surprise. But yeah, um, have, you, have you ever had a surprise party thrown for you? Uh, no, uh, kind of, yeah. Didn't really. I, I kind of expected what do you mean, it. Kind of. Well, I was drove across the other side of the city on around my birthday sort of time. Right. Okay. With with limited knowledge of where we were going and what we were doing and why. So it, and you were told to dress up smart for it and take your camera and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it kind of made it a bit obvious. And yeah. I've not heard from my friends all day. Yeah. Um. So it was a bit weird. Yeah. I I I wasn't aware. So obviously it was a surprise, but you kind of cottoned on that. A surprise party might have been happening, I suppose. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've never, I've never been involved in one as a as someone who's had one thrown for me, or you, I've never really. You, you threw your own surprise party, though, didn't you? No. Didn't you? I had, I had a party that I was aware that was happening. Oh, okay. I'd organised. Yeah. You came. <laughs> you, remember, you came to it if you remember. Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think I could make it. No, no. I'd only invited your wife, <laughs> and you turned up as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, Prince, Prince Charles will be seventy years old. He's next in line to the throne. Do you think he'll? Let, so seventy years old. How long do you think he'll actually be king for? If he ever makes it. Well, because the Queen's, what, 94 is she now? I don't know if I've said this before, but if uh, on the podcast, but if I was uh, in charge of PR for the Royal Palace, uh, which I'm not, I don't know if that's the news to anyone, um, I would consider asking Charles to not bother and give it to, <laughs> give it to, give it to Prince William because actually, is that a bit, you know, do the royal family need something like that? I don't know. A youthful sort of. King taking over. Yeah, Prince William looks very youthful, doesn't he? Yeah. With his bald head and his um, mm. yeah, posh accent. I'd, but I'd... maybe if he does take over, he could do what Majid Majid does and like stand on the Buckingham Palace like coffee table or something. Yeah. I like that. That might annoy the Queen a bit if, if he turns <laughs> around, goes to her house for tea and stands on the table just yeah. to try and act a bit cooler. Do you not think Prince Charles might be a bit annoyed though? He's waited all these, year, all these years, a second in line to the throne, Prince of Wales, ready to become king. And it's not just like, it's not just sort of a job as that you might get promoted to, like manager that you might want to do. This is to be king of the entire country. Yeah. And the entire Commonwealth. You know, might, like, someone might just say to him, tell you what, do you fancy just not doing it? Most of the time, you've got to like move branch, haven't you, when you become a manager? You can't manage your own branch. Yeah. So, like, should he just like move across to like another... King, king of the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. Fancy that role for a bit. And then if you do all right... When the Queen packs in, you might get the gig in England. Okay, speak. Like, you just mentioned the Netherlands. So I think we should. There's another story we should potentially move on to here. So, um, have you heard about the Dutch gentleman who has decided that he wants to be recognised as twenty years younger? Uh, I have actually. Yes. Um, who 
it's unbelievable his rep- uh, Dutch people have got a reputation of being a bit crazy. Uh, but he's actually come out and said, I want to officially be 20 years younger because it's impacting me and it's not fair. I'm trying to go on dating sites and that sort of stuff. I keep listing myself as being 69 years old. That's really old. <laughs> and it's because he's been for like health checks and they've said, you've got the body of 45 year old. <laughs> now, a, he said, yeah, no, it's in the cupboard. A now. very complimentary doctor, you know, or somebody who's just been nice, you know. Maybe on anti-bullying week, just somebody being nice <laughs> has just paid him a compliment and look where it's getting them now. You know, he's trying to get his age reduced on the official documents. Um, I mean, I, I read it, you know, and I, I thought when I first when I first read the story, I thought this is when I first read the headline and you told me about it as well. I thought this is ridiculous. How really are we really getting to that? Is that how? Is that where we're going now with all this? Um, the right to be what you want and all that kind of thing. Well, hopefully they'll tell him to bugger off. But... Well, no, actually, then I read the story. Okay. Now, I'm not sticking up for him because it's still a weird, a, a stupid thing. to. You, it, it, it's it just really, you are your age, aren't you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether you look it, feel it, whatever, you are your age. But he he, he kind of had a bit of a point saying, look, it's it's not fair. I'm in this condition. I, you know, the, the doctor said I'm, uh, I've got a body of a 45-year-old, the health of a 45-year-old. I have to suffer because I'm actually 69 and I'm driving certain cars and I have to pay more insurance. And he said things like that that maybe... And he wanted to work still. Yeah. But there's obviously certain... In some cases, I don't know if this is still the case, but there's some rules about getting jobs and working Mm. and all that kind of thing. So he thinks that having an age younger that reflects his actual body age um, will help him get work and so on. Yeah. And and basically carry on living as the age that he feels. So Mm. in in that respect, I kind of do feel a bit sorry for him. But then... He brought in the fact about his Tinder profile and right. wanting to be more successful on Tinder. So, oh, maybe um... not then. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Well, obviously, you say obviously he's got the body of a forty-five-year-old. He's got the petulance of a child. Um, I think what he said. He said, "Well, it's not fair. Some people are allowed to change a gender, but to the best of my knowledge, that involves like quite a lot of surgery and like removing bits from you." You don't just sort of say, oh, I tell you what, I'm going to become a woman. Is that all right? Well, someone's going to have to go around and pluck out all the grey hairs yeah. if he wants to remain as a 45-year-old. Um, and not remains, he's not a 45-year-old. Yes, okay, he's 69, he's 69 yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Great age. Um, yeah. But anyway... You'd have thought if you were 69, <laughs> the amount of fun you could have on Tinder, <laughs> age 69, <laughs> that surely you'd want to keep that forever. Hmm. On my bucket list, when I get to my 69th birthday... <laughs> I'm going to make as many references to it as possible. Um, okay, uh, what else do you want to talk about? We've talked about the Netherlands. Do you want to talk about Iceland? Uh, yeah, what have they been up to? Um, well, we talk- I'm not referring to the country Iceland, I don't think, on this occasion. I'm referring to the uh, supermarket Iceland, mm-hmm. the frozen food experts. Is that right? The frozen food, generally? Well, they sell food, frozen food. I'm not sure they're experts, but they sell it, certainly. And that's all they sell, I think. Maybe that's because I mentioned ice, but anyway. Yeah. So, it's obviously that time of year when everybody releases a Christmas advert. Have we done ours yet? Uh, no, we might do one like the Poundland ones last year, where they spent next to no money on it and caused a lot of controversy. Should we make our own for the next episode? Maybe It'll be nearly be. Christmas, won't it? And yeah. at least we need to re- release it early. And maybe we could put out, we could do some special offers as well. Could we do something on Twitter? Christmas advent calendars. We we could rubbish do. pictures. We could do. We'll, we'll think about that. We'll work it out. If anyone's got any suggestions, let us know. We could just shut up for Christmas if you prefer. Yeah. Um, no chance. <laughs> um, a dis- yeah, a, di- a discount. We're reducing ninety percent of our audio. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Iceland made a Christmas advert featuring uh, an orangutan, or they called it something else, which I, I didn't quite understand. Um, uh, I don't know, I've not really seen the advert. Um, the, I, 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 it's been banned because it's too political, I believe, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it making reference to um, deforestation? Yeah. Uh, because we uh, generally like to use the product palm oil, mm-hmm. um, 
that leads to certain trees being cutting down and it leads to a loss of wildlife in those certain areas, I think. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. And that's all resulted in ad- Iceland making an advert. Iceland, that beating heart and conscience of the country. Um, not just a cheap supermarket where people go to buy frozen products. <laughs> it's standing up and saying, we believe in this. And everyone said, hang on, you've not got an old man going to the moon like John Lewis have or someone who lives <laughs> under your bed. So we're not interested. And what's more, you shouldn't be trying to project your political ideas on people. So... But it's a bit harsh that they're saying it's it's been banned for political reasons when actually it's uh, it, it's not fair that people can make certain decisions, is it? With you know, uh, you know how 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 is something promoting people thinking about about the environment and stuff like that? Why has that been banned? Shouldn't really have been, probably. Yeah, it's I... not. It's an issue, isn't it? It's not a political. It's not like it's saying you know. Well, sure, it's not straight. like it's an advert about poor Jeremy Corbyn and his uh, yeah. <laughs> lack of ties or jackets, you know, mm. what people keep banging on about. It's about it's about any real issues, isn't it, I suppose? So. Yeah, that possibly affects a lot of people mm-hmm. and affects the world and the environment. But we'll do our own, won't we? We will, yes. We'll just avoid putting any uh, monkeys in it or anything like that or using any palm oil. There'll be no cheeky monkeys, it'll just be us two. <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about in the news? Um, yeah, do you know, apparently you are obviously listening to this podcast via your mobile phones or your tablet devices. Laptop, or PC. Laptop, or if you're Jimbo's grandma on the, on the computer, having been sent a link to it. Um, do you know, though, that 7,000 people uh, have a black and white TV license in the UK? That's amazing, isn't it? It's cheaper, though. It's cheaper. So do you think they've actually got a black and white TV or they're just buying the cheap license and hoping no one comes and checks it? That is, that is, a, that is a good point, yeah. Um, but, I mean, the TVs of the past did last longer, didn't they? Like, if yep. you think about any sort of old... Um, appliance, they did last a long time. They're not made to last anymore, are they? Well, no, they never. They want you to replace them. Yeah. Uh, my mum, I was around at mum's house the other day. I looked at her fridge, and it's the same fridge I think we had when when I lived there when I was what seven, eight years old. And I'm now thirty-one. It's the same fridge. Hope you exactly the same. Hope you chuck milk out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. That's um, it. There's still a few bit, a few bits of my food that yeah. I've left in there, but yeah. Have you ever watched the black and white TV? I've never watched a black and white TV. No. My mum and dad used to have one. When I first, when I was growing up, they had a black and white TV in the bedroom that we okay. still used to occasionally watch. It was weird. Because like, you're used to watching something downstairs in colour. If you're like, watching something in their bedroom for whatever reason, it went black and white. <laughs> I, and what I can't understand is, why on earth would you want to watch something in black and white? I know. I mean, I think about how things have progressed as well. And now people have got like 3D televisions, you know. Yeah. It, you can watch 3D television. You have to wear those sort of like uh, special glasses, don't you, for the 3D TVs. Yeah. I mean, how would you like to see in 3D all of the time? I don't know. Kind of hurt your eyes, wouldn't it? Yeah, thought so. But things are three-dimensional anyway, so I've surely seen it on a TV just like being in real life. All right, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't quite understand. <laughs> tell you what I watched on a black and white telly once. Okay. The snooker. Bloody impossible. <laughs> oh, and there he goes. He goes for the he goes for dark grey. Now he's having to go light grey. That's it's a good to tell anything. That's a good point, isn't it? There's, there's yeah. probably a fair few sports that uh, that's quite you know horse racing. I remember. Um, I remember in the um, world in the Euro Championships in 2000. Um, I think we're hosted. Uh, I think Belgium played the Netherlands and in one game. And did they want to be recognised as uh, a little bit younger? Uh, they they did not quicker. Yeah, it was a full, it was an adult game, but they wanted to claim it was an under under 13 match. Um, and the Netherlands playing orange and Belgium playing red. And on that particular game, for whatever reason, one of the teams were wearing white, and the excuse given was, and this was only 18 years ago, what the excuse given was, just in case people are watching this in black and white television, it'll help them distinguish which team's which. Right. It was a weird, I think, <laughs> but even my mum and dad's now got rid of their black and white TV, 
So are they still? still are, are, are they now paying for colour license? So that's the question for sure. Uh, I believe so. I'd, I'd hope so. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, just, I just thought they would do. Um, but you know, even then, we didn't actually have a black and white, a, a, a colour TV in the house. If the BBC are listening, um, get that checked out. But also, is there any spaces for any radio shows? Yeah, you know. Because everyone's doing podcasts now, aren't they? <laughs> Gary, Gary Lineker yes. has started his own podcast. He has, yeah. I've not listened to it, but Peter Crouch has copied us. Is you, know, just... you know, when we started doing this podcast like five years ago and then we stopped, yeah. if we'd have carried on... Where then, would we be? Well, yeah, we'd probably have like episode 200-odd, Yeah, probably. Not having them listening to us, but you know, we'd still be doing it. <laughs> and we'd be way ahead. We'd be no different to now then, would it really? Yeah. Have you got Gary Lineker, Peter Crouch? Ed Miliband's got his podcast as well. How does that work? I don't understand. Could have been, could have been, could have been prime minister instead. He's got a podcast. I know exactly. Well, you know, if, if those can, you know, if they if they want to do it, then you know, get us on your podcast as well. Then exactly, but more experience than you are. Bit of podcast sharing. Don't forget the title of this podcast is uh, all all the other podcasts are are fat and smell funny. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't mean that though. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, so what else is going on? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Is due to start soon. Well, before that, um, just before we bring come on to I'm a celebrity. Um, We've had some. We've had an issue, haven't we? So in 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 California, uh, yes, devastated. Mm. Um, but as part of that, um, even people like Miley Cyrus and Gerard Butler have been affected by it. They've uh, had their houses destroyed, haven't they, in the fire? Uh, they have, yeah. So they might have been quite good contestants for "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here" for this year. Because they have to learn how to build a home out of some charred wood and stuff. <laughs> Not just that, but it'll give them something to do while the homes uh, are getting sorted out. Yeah, they need some some accommodation. Yeah. How was Miley Cyrus's? Uh, was it Miley Cyrus's house only partly demolished? Exactly. Yeah, there was just there was a little bit left, so she uh, she came in on a wrecking ball. Um, <laughs> finished it off that way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they could they could potentially on to I'm a celebrity then. Um, so it's been announced, hasn't it? Who's on it? Uh, yeah, I don't. Really, I'm not sure I know the contestants. To be fair, but right. Okay. Well, you've got Harry Redknapp. I know him. Um, but I think the news was leaked early, weren't it? Because he was leaving a football ground. Uh, training ground, weren't he? And uh, some reporters stopped him <laughs> as he was uh, just passing in his car. I didn't see anyone around the windows. To, yeah. And, yeah. Um, but I'm, I believe, you know, can we expect um, going back to Peter Crouch? Can we expect him to be shipped into the jungle anytime soon? And normally take Peter Crouch with him wherever he goes. Peter Crouch and Nico Cranchar will be here in London. Jermaine Defoe, maybe. Yeah. Normally appears wherever Harry Redknapp goes. Um, other contestants. Uh, is, is he going to get paid for it himself, or is he going to go into his dog's bank account? Well, I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's a very old reference, that isn't it? But I remember we used to talk about that quite a bit on the old podcast. We did. We liked that, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, Saya Khan. I think that's right. Saya Khan. Saya Khan, who plays Alia Nazir on Coronation Street. I've no idea. Not much of a Coronation Street fan, to be honest. Nick Knowles, he's a TV presenter. Oh, is he from DIY SOS? Yeah. He'd be, he'd be great at sort of like uh, furnishing the jungle, wouldn't he? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Is he, is, is he going to think he's going to ship his own paints in and deco- yeah. decorations yeah. and sofas and stuff like that? Tell all the contestants, right, you've got an hour to get out of the jungle. By the time you come back, it'll be completely different. We'll have decorated it. We'll have done a good job. Uh, you've got Fleur East. Oh, she on the she had X Factor contest, I think, wasn't she? That's right, yeah. She, she was going to be the next big thing, and obviously... You normally fly isn't... west for the... Is it fly south for the summer, <laughs> sorry, but, uh, for the winter. But yeah, uh, Fleur East. Uh, she's, she was X Factor runner-up, apparently. Uh, Rita Simmons, who was Roxy Mitchell in EastEnders, one of the Mitchell sisters. No, uh, fam- You don't know it. She drowned in, her, in a wedding dress. In Her and her sister drowned in their wedding dress in, the, uh, in their last episode. Wedding dresses aren't made of liquid, are they? Well, they, they fell oh, she was in, wearing a wedding dress. They, one of them was wearing a wedding dress, and they both fell in a pool and drowned in a wedding dress. It was, it, it's a bit horrific, but that's East Enders for you, isn't it? Uh, James Mac, Mac, McVeigh, guitarist and singer for The Vamps. 
Oh, I think I've heard of, I've heard of the Vamps to be fair. I don't can't tell you any of the songs, but I know they are. This is a good one, and this yeah. this could have been a, a, a good Bush Tucker trial. So the chase in the jungle. You have one of the you know you have a game of the chase in the jungle. Yes, of and, course. Anne Haggerty. Anne Haggerty, who is yeah. the governess, mm. uh, is going into the into the jungle, and she's the one who was famously uh, in fits of hysterics during the. Fanny Schmeller incident. Oh, have, you got your bu- have you got your buzzer there ready to... Um... <laughs> um, yeah, so, so that was pretty funny. Uh, you've got uh, Malik Thompson-Dwyer, who plays Prince McQueen in Hollyoaks. Ah, oh, yeah, pass on that one as well. Yeah, royal, yeah. royal family in, the ho- in Hollyoaks, is it? Uh, what have we got? <laughs> Emily uh, Emily Attack. Is that an instruction? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, so she's a, she's a... Ah, she's the comedy actor who plays Charlotte Hinchcliffe in The Inbetweeners. I, I do remember that. I don't uh, know which character Charlotte yeah. Hinchcliffe is. And then... Everybody's favourite wheelbarrow salesman. Is it? Oh, John Barrowman, of course. There John Barrowman. Go. There you go. Yeah. Um, I was going to say typical Northern, but I think if you've seen him, he's probably the least Northern person. Um, he's Scottish, in the world. isn't he? Is he? He's. he's I thought he was Canadian. No, he's got he's got Scottish roots or something. He's half Scottish, half Canadian. Yeah, right. I'll, something I can look it up if you want me to prove it for you. Did, did tell you what you can look up? Did John Barrowman try to go on Who Do You Think You Are, but was rejected? Because his family history wasn't interesting enough. Find that out. I suppose that could happen. I, th- I think I heard that, that about that, him. That could happen. Because there's been there's been certain people who've wanted to go on that. Have you seen Who Do You Think You Are before? You know the genealogy program. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. But that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. It's likely to happen, isn't it? If, the, you, if there's, there's nothing to film. There's been certain people who they've said, "I'm really sorry, but your family is not interesting enough." And that includes Cherie Blair, uh, Michael Parkinson. He was. He said, "Yeah, they said there's nothing interesting here, unfortunately." They also it's said so it too. Barnsley, what else do you want? Right, yeah. So my family, my family were coal miners from Cuddeth, Um <laughs> and well, that's about it, basically. And I made good friends with Jeffrey Boycott and Dickie Bird, and my great friend Billy Conley. Um, who else was rejected? I think you know Stephen Stephen Mangan, the, the actor. I think he was rejected. Oh on yeah, the basis he's, he, that, he's from comedy programs, isn't he? Yeah, I think all his family came from basically the, the same place, and they sort of said, "Unfortunately, there's nothing really interesting at, at all to look for here." Uh, I think John Barrowman might have been one as well who turned around and said there's just not enough that's interesting for us to, to make a programme about it. I can't seem to find uh, the news of that, but um, I, but he is American-Scottish, so there you go. All right, so he's not Canadian at all, then. No, he, he's not Canadian at all, so I don't know where you got that from. But anyway, shall we move on? We shall. <laughs> So, Fisher, um, it is anti-bullying week. So, um, have you ever been bullied? Uh, yes, by you last week, where <laughs> I had to sit on a sausage roll, a cocktail sausage, a <laughs> banana. You've blindfolded me. You've put objects in my mouth. You've shoved things up my nose. So <laughs> That's yes. not bullying. That goes towards abuse, I think. Um, oh, there's a difference in bullying and abuse. That was all part it? of this podcast, by the way. Nothing off, uh, nothing off air. Um and nothing, nothing too bad. Um, but anyway, um, don't forget, Fisher. Um, would you, would you, what would you say? Would you say bullying is uh, starting rumours? And I didn't start this rumour, but starting rumours and other people did at school. Starting rumours that you, that your dad worked for Schweppes. Um, my dad does not work for Schweppes, <laughs> and it is a rumour that has been going on for a long time that he does. Was it close enough doesn't. to bullying for you? Uh, no, I suppose I didn't really mind it that much. It was just annoying that something that's completely <laughs> a complete load of rubbish gets said. Um, so, but other than that, you know, you're quite happy that you got by, okay? I managed to get by all right, just about. It's a challenge, though, in its school, you know, and I think I once thumped somebody who uh, was bullying me. 
Um, but I was told that's what I needed to do, so I did, and they didn't bully me again. Um, but that's bad advice for anybody getting bullied. It's always best to tell somebody, isn't it? Uh, so it's best to be grass. Tell, tell no, the I'm teacher, joking, yeah. of course. No, it's always best to tell somebody about it. A problem shared is a load of gossip. Sorry, <laughs> a problem halved. A problem halved. Sorry. Um, so I thought I'd just do a bit of a. So it's anti-bullying week, and uh, first of all, uh, they have a different theme each year. This year it's bullying. Uh, I'm joking. No, it's the theme this year. Uh, is well, it's 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 about respect apparently this year. So not just sort of not bullying people, but having respect for one another and differences between people, which is really what bullying. If bully, if we wouldn't have if we respected everybody, then you wouldn't bully people, would you? I suppose That's is the key, the message behind that. Um, but on the interestingly enough, on, on a Monday, on the Monday of anti bullying week, so the first day of anti bullying week, they hold a odd socks day. I'm not sure what you're supposed to do, but I'm guessing you get sponsored for wearing odd socks, but oh. I do that pretty much every day. I don't know about you. No, pe- I I, always, I would never wear odd socks. Really? I always wear the right socks. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you have quite plain socks, though? Nope. It takes me ages at times to find a matching pair. Oh, I hate it. it oh. and, and Christmas is coming up, and I know it's going to happen again. People are going to buy me socks that I have to keep paired, and it's just not possible. I don't have the time for that. One thing I do hate, and this has happened, you know, in the past people have bought me Monday to Friday socks. So on one on one day I've been wearing Monday and, and on on one foot I've got Monday and one foot I've got Friday. Um, well, you, you should pair that up. So on nearly one foot in either weekend. Yeah. Uh, my legs are so far apart; it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, up, steady on, Jimbo. <laughs> um, it, it's just it, it makes it, it doesn't. I don't like it. I don't like wearing odd socks, but I feel like I can't help it. And then somebody once bought me the Seven Dwarves. And what? getting the dwarves paired up absolutely did my head in. So, but anyway, you can odd socks. Day. I'm not sure what that's got to do with bullying, but um, I'm a big CBBS fan now because it, it keeps my daughter quiet. And CBBS star Andy Day is a patron of Anti Bullying Day, and he's got his own um, band, Andy and the Odd Socks. And I think they do various bits around schools around Anti Bullying Day. And uh, Thursday the fifteenth, this Thursday, is Cyberbullying Day. Oh, I think it's, it just says cyberbullying day, not cyber anti-bullying. It should be cyber anti-bullying. It should be, but it doesn't say that. So I don't know whether we're supposed to bully people on the internet on that day, but I don't know. I'm guessing not. Get them trolled, is that what we're saying? Possibly. Uh, but I thought, I'd, in in true Waste of Web Space style, I thought I would do as a little bit of a quiz. And uh, guess what it's about, Fisher? Bullying. No. Anti-bullying. I'm a joke. Yeah, it's about bullying. So it comes in two parts. The first part of it, I'm just going to give you... Uh, six celebrities, no, five celebrities. I want you to tell me which ones were bullied and which ones weren't, okay? Some of them were okay. bullied, some were bullies. Mm-hmm. So bully versus bully. Bullied versus bully. Some of them were bullied. And this is not about the game show involving darts. This yeah. is, um, yeah. Are we ready then? So first of all, Lily Allen. Bully or bullied? So was she a bully or was she bullied? Are many people going to admit to being a bully? Well, I think it's sort of, you know, if you're a famous person, things come out, don't they? And you, mm. you might talk about your past and maybe right. you're not particularly proud of that past uh, sometimes. I think Lily Allen uh, would have been bullied because she talked to a Cockney accent. Her dad was famous, Keith Allen. Okay. So I'm going to play a sound effect that tells you whether they were a bully or were bullied. Okay. So we're going to go with... So you said... I think she's a bully. You think she's... Oh, sorry. I think she was bullied. You think she was bullied. Okay. Here we go then. <laughs> So, do you think you can work that, what she is from that? No, not really. I think that's a fairly meaningless sound effect, in all honesty. <laughs> it's a sinister laugh. 
Yeah, so that well, that might be a, a cackle of a cry. So, that, so that, I presume that means that she's a bully. She's a bully. All right, okay. Yeah, so she was expelled from several schools and later in, often, uh, later in her career, so she's quite often said offensive things about other celebrities, including Kylie, Amy Winehouse and Katy Perry. She has spoke about her past, though, um, and, you know, putting things behind her and so on, but uh, she's also now a bit of more of a... She's a bit more of a peace type of person now, isn't she? She kind of encourages... Um, better behaviour from both everybody but and people respecting each other and she has quite a lot to say about politicians doesn't she as well and things oh. not being done properly in politics and so on I believe so yes perhaps so, just change character exactly so next then Adele bully or bullied Adele um, well she doesn't look like someone who would get bullied very easily no she well someone like... someone like you yeah hey <laughs> um, she was I mean I think she was bullied quite badly wasn't she she ran away from the bullies, she was forever chasing the pavements. Oh right, okay, um, fair enough. Actually, that probably don't work very well, does it? Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, that's yeah. oh, like running, yeah. Um, so she's uh, she's such a bully. Go on, you carry on. Yeah, fine. Um, I think I think she would have been bullied. Unfortunately, you think she was bullied, so <laughs> that actually just sounds like Adele's laugh. Strange enough, doesn't it? Yeah, she was actually a bully. So, really? yeah, although I think Bully's going a bit far from the research I've done. Um, uh, she she went to California and set fire to the rain. Um, I'm only <laughs> joking. Uh, she didn't really do that. Um, she she got into a fight with somebody who was her favourite reality... About who, someone who offended her favourite reality TV star. Right. Who that was, I don't know. I, I couldn't find out, but somebody basically offended one of her favourite reality TV stars. She got into a fight. She's had a few scraps, but I think to say she was a full-blown bully, I think it's probably not. I think she just got into a little bit of trouble when she was younger. So maybe maybe not quite a bully, but I've categorised her under bully for the sake of today. Sorry, Adele. So it might have been a, a bit of a light fight or... She might have seriously been rolling in the deep. Possibly. Next then, Justin Timberlake. Oh, Justin. T- well, Justin Timberlake was on the Mickey Mouse Club when he was a young kid, wasn't it? Alongside Britney Spears. <laughs> which I would expect. What are you trying to say? I expect anyone who was on the Mickey Mouse Club must have been bullied. Okay. Are you sure? You ready? Yep. Find out. <laughs> Can you tell that means bullied? That means that means bullied. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. He was bullied. Um. Now. Really, the good, the good reason, well, not the good reason, but the reason for this, that's quite an obvious reason, really, but um, if, if you're a young person, a young performer, or you're at school, you're particularly good at dance and music and drama. I wouldn't know. It, <laughs> um, it's, it, it doesn't go down well at school, does it? Because people can see it as being overly confident. It's a shame. People can see it as being overly confident, and uh, I think in the past, certainly when I was younger, I don't know about you, that would have been seen quite as a, a to be good at acting and drama and music would have been seen for a boy as well. Would have been seen quite as an effeminate thing, would you say? Yeah, I suppose it's. Uh, I suppose he had the last laugh really because he, but it was a relationship with Britney Spears for quite a long time, and <laughs> exactly, he's, he's now got a load of money. So, um... and if if people, you know, if if calling him uh, Justin Trouser Snake is yeah. uh, bullying, then well, I mean, I'd be, I'd be fairly happy with that, would you? Yeah, I'd be alright with that. Um, next then, Angelina Jolie. Uh, would she have been bullied? Because her, her dad's quite. Is, is dad a famous actor? So I think uh, I think he is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who it's called. Uh, who it's called? Sorry. Um, I think sometimes the children of famous people possibly are a bit prone to get bullied. So I think she may have been bullied herself. So you think she was bullied? Yep. 
No, she was a bully. Oh, uh, apparently, she uh, she she does a lot. I mean, she does a lot of humanitarian work now, all sorts of different stuff, campaigning and all sorts of things. But she was quite a rebel in the school years and chose to attend a school um, with uh, for students with behavioural issues. Uh, so she chose so because of her kind of behaviour and so on. She went to a school like that mm-hmm. um, that had kids like that there, and apparently she sort of. Was okay in that sort of scene, apparently, but I don't know. I think she's changed a lot now, as a lot of people have. But yeah, apparently a bit of a bully. I think she's owned up to that as well. Uh, finally, then Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Well, why would you possibly want to bully Lady Gaga? Um, obviously, she's been doing some act- actressing of late, and possibly might get a, an Oscar nomination. But she is a quite controversial character. She has. She's a bit unusual looking, isn't she? And sort of a bit of a. Um, yeah. So I think. I think she would have been bullied, Lady Gaga, in her younger years. <laughs> Yes, she was. So people used to say uh, at school that she had a big nose. Um, is that all she? Is that... <laughs> that's what it says, and then it says that's probably getting off light compared to what's been said about in recent years. Well, as later on in uh, in early career, uh, there were rumours started that she had a penis. So <laughs> yeah. there there is that as well. But uh, obviously, she sings songs like "Born This Way," and she's a bit of a stand-up person against bullying, isn't she? Really? Yeah, she, definitely. About you're born how you are, and you know that kind of thing. Proud of yourself and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Uh, next, then, Fisher, I wanted to kind of do a bit of bullying of you. All right, all again. Right. Yeah, so um, now we've got to recognise that, that bullying nowadays, if we, we went back into the schoolyard and we heard what kids were saying to each other, we probably wouldn't understand half of it, would we? There's uh, all sorts of slang words and things not. that we just haven't got a clue. So I thought I'd test you and, work, and you can work out whether I am bullying you or not bullying you. Right. Is that all right? So I'm going to say some things to you. This is a game, so don't take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Don't get up upset. Don't be crying, okay? Am I going to learn some new words today? And don't punch me. Go and tell somebody instead if you're upset. Uh, you're gonna, yeah, we're gonna try and teach some new words. Okay, so are you ready for this then? Yep. Okay, so here we go. First of all, Fisher. The first one is Fisher. You have a small nose. A small nose. Small nose. Small nose. Um, well, I, I, I don't, I don't. Right, I don't want to show off, but I know what the word nose means. Small nose. Oh, small nose. <laughs> is that small? S M O L. Is is that sort of is that a way to describe my nose then? I'm not telling small. you. You've got to guess. Um. I don't think that is, sounds very affectionate. I think that is making a reference to my nose in some form in a bullying manner. So you think it's bullying or not bullying? I think it's bullying. I think that's saying I've got a big nose, possibly. Um, I'm going to give you it as, yeah, bullying, uh, but it's actually small. Small means small, and it sounds very similar to small, and it's not any shorter than small. Oh. But I don't know why they use that. Are you ready, then? Next, then. Fisher is so thirsty for dogs. Um, does Thirsty for dogs... Now, obviously, I'm not going to drink a dog, um, <laughs> is the obvious thing to, to so say here. Bullying or not bullying. So I think by thirsty, you don't necessarily have to physically mean that I want something to drink. I think it means that I've got some kind of thirst or some kind of desire to have something. And by dogs, I'm <laughs> assuming that they, that they don't mean an actual dog, but it's a reference to someone who is dog-like. So I'm saying that's bullying. Yeah, also bullying. So that would mean Fisher wants to have sex with dogs. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so you're thirsty. So you could say, is thirsty for... So it is an actual dog. Angelina then, yeah. Jolie means thirsty for them, if you know what I mean. Right, ne- okay. Ne- you but dogs, dogs means actually dogs. Next then, number three. I'll throw a shade about uh, you not providing drinks more often on our podcast. Throw a shade? I'll throw a shade about you not providing the drinks more often on our podcast. Well, I don't quite know what you mean, because I provide drinks far more often than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've never, I've never turned up with that bottle opener. I've not smashed the drinks beforehand. So throw a shade. I think that's probably a bad terminology, throw a shade. So I think that's bullying. 
correct, yeah. It's kind of like a passive-aggressive way of sort of saying you're a twat. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. Uh, well, there's no need for that. Anyway, uh, Fisher, give me the T. T? Uh, is, is the word, is like a T there being a reference to you being a twat? No. No, okay. It's, it's spelled T-A-A. T-E-A. Um, T-I. Uh, hang on, sorry. Can you repeat that again, please? Fisher, give me the T. Give me the T. Is that sort of some kind of finger gesture? Maybe. So I think that's... Is it similar to flipping the bird? I don't know. So I think it's bullying. It's not bullying. It means basically spill the beans. Oh, so okay. give me the give me the latest, you know, to tell me the gossip. Fisher, give me the D. The D? <laughs> All right. So is that different to a V and a big one and a little one? <laughs> what kind of D? Give me the D. Well, I don't think that's... It doesn't sound very nice and very pleasant. Um, or the, <laughs> um, what we're going to say? Sorry, Jim, but I can't give you this part of the snooker table now. Um, I'm going to say that that's bullying. Um, I don't know actually. I'm putting no. It means the D means your manhood. So you know, you, it's something your ma- wife might say to you. I don't know. It's certainly not. Sometimes I want you to say to me on the podcast. But I'm way. just trying to make examples. Okay, next then, Fisher. You know I'm a better podcast than you. Stay woke. Stay, stay woke. I don't, can you not do that thing again where you make me sit on a sausage? It made me feel slightly more comfortable than trying to <laughs> understand what young people talk about. Um, even though I am quite attractive and people refer to me as a peng sort. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. Apparently that means good looking. Okay. Uh, time of the day. Uh, so I think that one that you said was, I think I said you woke. Woke probably doesn't sound very nice. I think that's bullying. Stay, I said stay woke. Stay woke. So oh, no, no, hang on. That means stay awake, presumably. <laughs> Is that right? So I don't think that is bullying. I think that's nice. So you're saying nice? Or... Well, I think it means stay awake, so I don't know if it's bullying or not bullying. Well, it's not quite bullying. It, it, well, it basically means you, you're aware of the situation, so you're aware I'm a better co- podcast. So I, it's like me saying to you, well, you know I'm the better co- podcaster. You know that for sure. Stay aware of that sort of thing. You already know about it. That, that's what... <laughs> yeah, okay. This is like... This is like secret bullying as well, isn't it? Well, yeah, because funny enough, you keep saying that you're better than I am at everything. <laughs> I'm part of it. I'm trying to because I'm trying to, you know, this is a bullying thing. Trying to educate me. Yeah, yeah. Fisher, you're such a basic bastard. <laughs> how can how can that be anything other than bullying? What <laughs> is, is it better to call a basic bastard than a super bastard? He's saying he's saying. I think it must be bullying. Yeah. So it means like predictable. So like you. You know, expected almost. I don't know. Um, next then, Fisher, you've got a finster. What's a fi- finster? Is that like a shark that's got a fin? Uh, what the? How, what, what, are, what are young people talk about now? Do they not like what? You know, they not like play games together and play cards and stuff like that. Well, like when we were growing up, they don't go inside and play. No, the they Mega do other things, and it's actually involved in this. What, I'm, what I've just said, Is Fister, stuff that you do on Fisher, Snapchat? you've got a finster. No, you're not far off. You're not a million miles off. Oh, is it, is, it, is it a reference to Snapchat and sort of... Um, not Snapchat. Or, or mobile phone Not things? Snapchat. What's happening? Fisher, you've got a Finster. Finster. So is it a type of app? I think that's a, I think that's a good thing. That's a compliment because it means you're good at doing things online. So you're saying... It, not bullying. Not bullying. It's not bullying. It actually means you've got a fake Instagram. But I don't know if that is a good... Yeah, right, now, on. that could be bullying if they're saying that you're a bit of a fake person. Or, but I think it generally means somebody's set up a fake Instagram account of you, basically. I think that's what it's saying. Next then. Fisher, I've got a sugar pick of you. A sugar pick? Well, pick... Right, I don't want to show off, but I think the word pick means picture. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's for sugar. Um, 
I, I suspect that'd probably be nice and sweet. A sweet picture of you, so I think that's sort of affectionate, so it's not bullying. All right. <laughs> no, it means I've got a ris risky sexual suggestive photograph of you, which is probably not bullying saying that in itself, but especially if you'd sent it me of your own free will, but maybe yeah. if I'm threatening to use it to as show... Re as to... revenge porn. Exactly, yeah. Mm. So sugar pic is referring to a, a sexually suggestive photograph. I thought they were called dick pics. They are, but I mean, this is something... I don't know where I got this from, but yeah. anyway. I thought you might work out what dick pic is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I probably could work that one out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. I hope my grand don't listen to any more episodes. Um, me and my mates are going to Zerg you, Fisher. What is Zerg? Is he just picking letters at random from a keyboard? I know no. people are bad at spelling, but I can't imagine Zerg is a is a nice thing to say, so I think that's bullying. Well done. It is bullying. Uh, it would be meaning uh, Fisher, me and my mates are going to gang up on you. That's what it means, basically. Have you learnt something today? No. I hope you feel sufficiently bullied, and uh, because it's anti-bullying, uh, I'll not do it again. Okay. Now, do you know who should have been bullied? Go on. Bill Gates. Okay, well. I mean, what a nerd. <laughs> I mean, honestly. He, like, invented the sort of computer and made it popular. He's, like, coding in the background. I mean, what a complete and utter nerd Bill Careful, Gates is. Careful, because this... this, uh, this... This podcast and audio is linked up to my Windows PC. Ah, it's all right. It's, Apple uh, stuff nowadays, don't we? I don't know. With voice recognition and stuff, it might just mm. shut down and delete itself, blow up or something. But do you know what he did Go last on. week? Go on. He was talking on stage yep. at a, um, um, a conference where he was talking about giving medical attention to people, making sure uh, people in the third world have got proper Yeah, because he's got care. his own like foundation, hasn't he, Bill Gates? He's a, he's a good man. He does a lot for charities. Yeah, he's a nerd, but yeah, he does, yeah. Uh, he does, he does a lot of work for charity, the Bill and Melinda Gates um, Charity Foundation. So he was talking about having proper sanitation um, and trying to eradicate certain diseases. And you know what he took onto the stage with him? Go on. A turd. <laughs> and he put it in a glass jar and stood there with a glass jar with a turd in it. Was it his? <laughs> Actually, I don't know. <laughs> You'd well, hope so. You've got to get it from somewhere. Yeah. Do you think it was just the dogs and it picked up off the street? Melinda's, maybe? Could have been, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a bit of a weirdo, isn't he? <laughs> Could be. Um, yeah, so he, he took a... T Could have ordered it online. I'm sure he's good at things like that. I don't get any old stuff online, can't he, nowadays? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, we it, talked about merchandise uh, for this podcast, by the way. Um, and that could be one of them, yeah. <laughs> we'll sign it as well. Oh. Um, we'll sign with it. Yeah. So, yeah, he took a, took a turd on stage. And I thought it was quite amusing, obviously, just because... Well, he's taking a turn on stage with him. But obviously Bill Gates is one of the richest people in the world. So I thought, why not do a bit of a quiz about who are the richest people in the world and kind of where they got the wealth from and all that sort of stuff. Because obviously some of them are a bit quirky. In the hope unusual. that'll be us one day as well. In the, we, we hope that one day it will be us. Um, so, who is the richest... And that's kind of multiple is, choice. Is Harry Redknapp's dog going to be in there? He probably isn't, no. Because okay. no one knows who he is. He's, he's, his wealth's quite He's not well a person, is he really? Yeah. So who is the richest man in the world? Is it Bill Gates? Is it Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon? Or is it Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook? And all these are taken from the Forbes billionaire list as of March this year. Right, I don't think it's Bill Gates because I think I brought Bill Gates up on either this podcast not long ago or a podcast or an, or an episode of my radio show. I can never remember which, but I'm not going to mention the radio show again. Uh, so I think Bill Gates is like the second. So I think it's... I'm going to go... And I don't think I'm, I don't think I've heard that Zuckerberg is the first. I'm going to go with the Amazon bloke, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, you'll be right. I think his estimated wealth was about 112 billion pounds. All right, okay. It's quite a lot, really, isn't it? Yeah, it uh, sorry, is, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, billion dollars. So all, all in dollars, it's not. Uh, all right, okay. So um, 
So, yeah, that's all right, isn't it? Just to say, yeah. like, send stuff out of PayPal yeah. if you order it online. I suppose it saves a lot of money as well ordering online. Yeah. You know? Saves on petrol going to the shops and stuff. Yeah. He's probably got an Amazon Prime account, you'd have thought, so he gets yeah. his stuff sent to him earlier. Next day as well. Yeah. yeah. Probably works all right for him. Um, so, who is in the top five? Is Fred Exley in the top five? And he was the founder of a logistics company, FedEx. Or is Warren Buffett in the top five? Was he the founder of the uh, Buffet? Buffet, yes, he was a founder buffet of the lunch. Buffet. Yes, uh, he, he does finger buffets and all that sort of stuff. Um, great news if you're a cannibal. Um, good job. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, is Warren Buffett in there an investor whose company owns the Fruit of the Loom clothing brand and a large stake in Coca-Cola? Oh, they're like pea kits and stuff, aren't they? Fruit of the Loom. That's where I remember seeing them. Yeah. In fact, is this top I'm wearing? Uh, I think it actually might be. I can't quite see the logo, but yes, that is a fruit of a loom. Uh, in, can you see what it is? Uh, it says Jimbo Stagdu, cost 2014. <laughs> and I've got uh, my... Uh, you've got your pyjamas on as well, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I still wear it. Uh, it yeah. still fits, just. Yeah. Um, but fruit of the loom, yeah, people buy the plain T-shirts, don't they, and print on them, and it's like the standard plain T-shirt, isn't it? I quite like them, actually. Yeah. So well, the fruit of the loom, who was the second one? Uh, well, that was, that was the... Second the, one. That was uh, Warren Buffett. Warren, Warren Buffett, yeah. Or, or Fred Exley. Who invented the the FedEx. FedEx. Let's go with FedEx. You'll be wrong. I, com- I completely made the name Fred Exley up. And I, have no oh, idea. Right. I have no idea who invented FedEx. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but Warren Buffett is uh, is the majority shareholder of a company called Berkshire, uh, Berkshire Hathaway. And he's for a, for a long time, he was the second richest person in the world after Bill Gates. But then some tech billionaires have, uh, have come in and overtaken him. Do you think that's disappointing when you've got that much money? Or is it really not that bothered? I suspect he couldn't give a toss <laughs> with the amount of money he's got. But you never know. Uh, in sixth place um, is someone called Armencio Ortega. He's the major shareholder of the Inditex chain of fashion stores. What is the most popular shop that they've got? Is it Zara? Or is it Esprit? Well, I've never heard of Esprit before. Have you not? No. So there's in that few case, abroad and there's a few in the UK. I think I'm going to go Zara because although I don't see many, many Zaras in the UK, I know that they are very, very popular abroad and there's a lot of them abroad. Wherever you go, there's a Zara abroad. So I'm going to go with the Zara one. You'll be correct. Yeah, I thought you might have heard of a sprit. They're uh, kind of the normal next to Zara, to be fair. Uh, yeah, you go to some of these shopping centres sometimes, haven't they? But yeah, Zara is absolutely massive abroad, and the person who owns it is the sixth richest man in the world. Not really, kind of quite made it through to the UK in all honesty, but uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely huge in on the continent. So, in 14th, 15th, and 16th place are the Walton siblings. How did they get their wealth? Is it that they own a real estate company in Sydney, which owns approximately half of the buildings in Sydney's central business district, or? Did they pretty much do nothing and inherited all from their father, who founded Walmart? Um, so that's the Walton siblings, who are fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. I'm gonna. The list of I think I'm gonna go with Walmart because I think it's it's like half one person's name and half the others. So Walton, Wall, and then might the other person might have been called like Martin, Martin. yeah, <laughs> something like that. Do so you, I go. I'll go with that one. Do you think the company Matalan was set up by someone called Matt and Alan? <laughs> Possibly going on Actually, that. Actually, could yeah. have been, yeah. Um, uh, you'd be correct. Great. So, yeah. You're doing all right, this. Um, they, they basically didn't really do anything, but they inherited a lot of money from the father, um, which obviously has made, uh, made sure that they're stinking rich. So, good on them. Um, That's bullying. Yeah. Uh, so, with a wealth of approximately... $58.5 billion. Larry Ellison was a co-founder of which company? Was it Google or Oracle? 
Can I Google that? No, you can oracle it, though, if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so and where is he on this list? Uh, he is, I think he's in the top 10. I think he might be in 10th. Okay, so there's a good chance that maybe both of them are in there, but like I said, I don't think many people use Oracle, do they? I don't think, I don't think I've ever used Oracle. It's I, just, don't read, I don't really know what it is. How, how rich is Jeeves? Is he on that list, and what's he doing nowadays? No, I think Jeeves probably has to work out a butler nowadays. He's that poor because no one uses him. <laughs> Let's go with the Google one. Uh, surprisingly, you'll be wrong. All right. I've never never really used Oracle or understood what it is. I think they possibly do quite a lot of business software there. All oh, right, okay. Uh, especially sort of specific mm-hmm. um, things. Um, and the person who owns it uh, has got a slightly higher wealth than the people who owned, uh, who have run uh, Google and set Google up, who I think are probably about sort of 11th and 12th on the list. Fair enough. Still got a load of money, like, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, not quite as high as the fellow who uh, founded Oracle, which is a bit of a surprise. So who is richer? Is it John Mars, the heir to the Mars bar, density? Dynasty. Really? Okay. Um, or Giovanni Ferrero of Ferrero Rocher <laughs> whose family owned the Ferrero Rocher brand. Okay. And, and other things that's connected to it as well. Right. So John Mars from Mars Bars and that kind of whole um, group that Mars owns or Giovanni Ferrero. I, I heard recently that they'd found a uh, a tomb in Egypt, <laughs> right? Okay. That was wrapped in, uh, like, sort of a bit of a paper in a base. Rocher, surely not. Well, so, no, no, and and then some like sil- then some like golden foil just yeah. above it. Um, and apparently the tomb belonged to uh, Pharaoh Rocher. Hey, uh, there you go. See, so, anyway, and the other one, the Mars one, was I, it all? Put in the shape of a pyramid by stacking the Ferrero <laughs> Rochers on top of each other in a big... Yeah, because that could have easily worked, couldn't it? Yeah, it could have, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... I, I don't think the Mars one's real because I think it's not actually named after anyone in particular. I think you've made that one up because it's... Cad- is it Cadbury's company or Nestle? Nestle, I think, called Mars Bar. So I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go with the uh, Ferrero Rocher one. <laughs> uh, you'd be wrong. <laughs> oh. Didn't know Mars were actually named after anyone. Yeah, well... Uh... The Ferrero Rocher uh, fella has got a fortune of $23 billion, as were John Mars from Mars Bars, um, $37 billion. Maybe we could get him on the podcast then to bump up his uh, his net worth a little bit. Yeah, we might be able John to pay Mars. him a little bit, yeah. So think about that. He's only got $37 billion, but I think he's doing. I think he'll be doing all right. He might have a bit of spare time then if he's not doing much with his time. Obviously, you know? it not work, yeah. Um, so, with a fortune of $23 billion, who was, of what company was Diatrix Mashis... <laughs> Dietrich Machitz. Am I going to need my uh, Am I going to need my buzzer here? Dietrich Machitz, the founder of. That's he's, been about five minutes. You trying yeah, to say one name? He's German. Um, is he the founder of Red Bull or the founder of Audi? Um, isn't Audi got a slogan something? They've got a bit of a Al and D. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're going for? No. Uh, okay. Let, let's go with the first one. So, a fellow with a fortune Red Bull. of Red twenty-three Bull. billion pounds. Yeah. You're right, he is the founder of Red Bull. You need a can of Red Bull, you'd be able to say his name properly. Jimbo, the person who owns and founded Red Bull, the drink Red Bull, is worth $23 billion. And he invented one drink. Well, is that, is that a bit... it's possibly the vodka that's uh, increased his uh, yeah. stakes. A lot of people go in vodka Red Bull nowadays, aren't they? Do you think he could actually work a lot harder than everyone else because he kept drinking <laughs> exactly. his own drink that's so he could it, just yeah. work for 23 hours a day? That'll probably be, yeah. He didn't have to catch many planes, obviously. Uh, well, of course, yeah. Um, so, in the top 30, with a wealth of about $30 billion, which company did Phil Knight found? Was he the founder of Yahoo or the founder of Nike? 
Um, Phil, sat, Phil Knight. Whichever one he founded, he sounds quite excited about it. Uh, Phil Knight. Yeah. Didn't we have an issue with Nike on one of our po- former podcasts, Nike or uh, was that Adidas or we, Puma? We that was, about, that about was Adidas, Adidas and Puma. Yeah, we'll, we'll not go there. Adidas and Puma were, were both created by two brothers, weren't they? Who were German. Who were German, yeah. Yeah, okay. Or Austrian or something like that. Yeah. Um, let's go. I feel like I want to go Nike because it's got the, the sounds a bit similar to Nike. Nike. Sounds yeah. like Nike. Ish. Well, that's a terrible reason, but you are right. <laughs> And our final question. So I think you've done pretty well so far, really. So uh, well, well done. Um, which brothers are in the in the top ten? Or, uh, are in the list in the top ten? Which brothers are in the top ten richest people in the world? Is it? Is it Paul and Barry Chuckle? It is. Well, I think you know full well that Barry Chuckle is no longer with us. Yeah, but Paul could have taken his wealth. Well, in which case, it'll be Paul then, won't it? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it'd be okay. twice as rich as it used to be. Yeah. Um, so which brothers are on there? Is it the Koch brothers of <laughs> Koch Industries, which manufacture chemicals and pipelines? Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> or well, pipelines. Or is it the Fukin brothers? Oh, give over! You made this up. Owners of the Chinese internet giant Beidou. Uh, well, I know China, China's got a massive. Are they like just internet giant? Internet, internet company. Technology, Beidou. China, internet. You know, big thing into it. You know, China's a huge country. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with the China one. So you think, think it's the Fukin brothers? I think the Fukin brothers. Um, yeah. You're wrong. It's oh. the it's the Cox. Did did you make did you make the Fukin brothers up? I did make the Fukin yeah. brothers up. Yeah. I was struggling to know which one you'd made up. Uh, Cox Industries apparently is one of the biggest companies in the world. It, but I, I'm assuming it's pronounced Cox. You might pronounce it Coke or something like that, but it's K A K O C H. Isn't Which... in that co though? Sometimes can that be said co? Is that like Coburns the drink? Uh, it's not actually Cockburns. Well, that's, well, that's spelled slightly differently. Homework um, for podcasts. But I've, I've, I've known people with that surname when it's pronounced cock. Oh, right, okay. Um, so, yeah, there are actually a lot of Chinese internet billionaires on there. Surprisingly yeah. large amount. Um, I'm not quite sure what these companies but do. But not the Fukin brothers. Not the Fukin brothers, who I completely made up. Fair enough. So, there we go. Can't see us being on that rich list anytime soon, Fisher, with a podcast being like it's been today. Not quite. We've not complete anything shambles. Yet. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to try and get Dave Benson Phillips on last episode. Yep. We just forgot to even message him, didn't we? And think yeah. of any ideas. So we'll try and get him on next week. We will, but we want to think of maybe somebody else. Do you do you think? Is there anyone we've talked about today? No. Anyone from the rich list? About the Fukin brothers? Oh, they're yeah. not real. Are they? We can't get them on. Um, we mentioned uh, John Cock brothers. Get another pair of cocks on there. <laughs> John Mars. John Mars, yeah. Or the Rocher fella? Yeah. Did you make him up? No, he's, he's true. He's real, okay. He's true, he's got enough. $23 billion, billion dollars in the bank. We talked about bullying and some people like, yeah. you know, they're quite big names though, weren't they? Justin Timberlake, Adele, Lily yeah. Allen. Yeah. Uh, what about the people in the jungle? I'm not sure Lily Allen, well, they'll be in the jungle, won't they? So can't get them on. What about the family of the people in the jungle? Yeah, could we get Jamie Redknapp on instead of Harry Redknapp? Uh, or, uh, I don't know. Can... Frank Lampard's related to... He is, yeah. But still... Still yeah. going to be struggling a bit there, aren't we? Yeah. Is there anyone you can think anyone else we've mentioned? Who's mentioned and was not really that famous? I don't know. <laughs> um, that's got to be a thing, hasn't it? My gran. <laughs> what, again? Yeah. Um, I don't know. So who, who, who would you say? Who have you mentioned that's not that famous? Well, we could try. We we, we, we spoke about um, Prince William and Kate. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to work, is it? Well, the, but no, the, the the idea there is that they're already coming to Sheffield, so I'm I'm just trying. Well, they're know, not. They're going to Barnsley and Rotherham. Oh, we 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 mentioned um we mentioned the Odd Socks band. 
Yeah. Uh, Andy Day from CBBS. Oh, I'll try and get him on. We could do, couldn't we? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's got a, a, a. He won't swear on the podcast. Yeah. You can guarantee that. Dave Benson Phillips and Andy Day, both both kids TV presenters. So yeah, we could go with that. Go with that. Should we do that? Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Thank you very much for listening to us. You can check us out on uh, Twitter. Tweet yeah. us at Waste of Webspace, or you can go to wasteofwebspace.co.uk or Facebook Waste of Webspace. Loads of ways to get in touch. Um, and as always, send us a little message and we'll always give you a big shout out in the podcast. Super. Um, don't bully each other. It's anti-bullying week. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.